0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, now on Tuesday nights. This is our first Tuesday night edition. Uh, I'm, I'm Raj Geary, joined by Justin Labar, and as always, Mr. Matt Morgan. Guys, how are you doing tonight? It's a historic
2: day. Happy to be talking to you, Raj. Uh,
0: so Glenn's not joining us every basically once a month, every other Tuesday night. He, uh, he has a prior commitment, uh, but he will be joining us uh, on, on the other Tuesdays. Um, tons of stuff to talk about. AEW holding their massive rally uh, today, uh, tons of big news. Chris Jericho is signed, uh, Pac, formerly known as Neville. Uh, it was just a, a, a big a big event, um, tons of news coming out of that. Uh, but first, uh, we'll jump right into SmackDown Live. Coincidentally, also in the same city in Jacksonville. Uh, guys, real quick, Justin, let me go to you first. for your thoughts on tonight's SmackDown Live?
2: Well, I thought it was a good SmackDown Live. I thought better than Raw. That seems to be kind of a regular trend. Uh, overall, I mean, I, I'll be honest, though, and I know we'll talk about it. it it's kind of like uh, if, you, if you're if you a uh, uh, hardcore wrestling fan, if you're a wrestling fan that's on social media that, that really engages with pro wrestling, it kind of felt like, you know, you could watch SmackDown and there were some good things that we'll talk about uh, in SmackDown, but it's it still kind of felt like a little bit of an afterthought. I, I feel like, the you know, the world is still buzzing about all the news that came out just a few hours before. And you said coincidentally, there's no coincidence. <laughs> there's no freaking coincidence that the rally was down the street Uh, on the same day that SmackDown is in town. There's no coincidence there. So, but but, you know, whatever anybody wants to believe, you can believe, but I'm just saying there's no coincidence there. It was a well-calculated move.
0: (laughs) Matt, your thoughts? (laughs) We just... uh, Matt, can you hear us? Uh, So real quick uh, while we're getting Matt back. um, Justin, so the story is that... uh, You know they were going to hold a rally in Jacksonville all along, and this was the earliest that they could hold it with the guys in Japan. That's their side of the story. They're saying it's a coincidence that it happened to be uh, that day. But I agree with you; it's not. Then, if they didn't want to, they could have moved it a day or two down the road. Right?
2: Such a random Tuesday just comes about. These guys just have to get back on. You know, I mean, and and maybe, maybe they, maybe they want to let that be the story because they don't want to worry. You know, maybe maybe they don't want to. I don't fear of litigation I don't even know what could be litigated but the bottom line is it was a well calculated move um and even if it let's just say let's just say even if it was a crazy ass coincidence that the day that the you know I mean Tony Khan owns the stadium right so it's not like he couldn't get the stadium any other day <laughs> right. so but let's just say on some wild ass coincidence so that's what it was a coincidence if you're AEW Go ahead and lie to everybody and say, yeah, we purposely did it. You know, show them you got some aggression and that you want to go out and you're getting ready to challenge the big dogs who are right down the street. So it's a yeah. coincidence. Oh, well, to, I
0: be, it. to be fair, it'd be, those guys were flying in from Japan. You don't want to fly them home and then fly them back two days later to Jacksonville. It probably is a lot easier to just fly them straight to, to Jacksonville. So it's, it's possible. But, uh, you know, if – you know uh, what are they? Uh, I forget. I, forget it. not, I can't think of the saying. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, hopefully we'll get Matt back here. Um, but yeah. So SmackDown tonight. I agree with you. I had a uh, there was tons of stuns, uh, stuff coming in. Uh, we we, ha- we were at uh, the AEW rally. Nick Hausman, our managing editor, uh, was there. Got tons of interviews uh, with uh, AEW president Tony Khan, which is up on the site uh, with the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hangman Page, Brandy Rhodes. So we got tons of stuff uh, from the rally that's up on the site. Check it out. We got tons of more stuff coming. Uh, so while we were working on getting a lot of that content up, uh, SmackDown was, was happening. Uh, it opened up tonight. Uh, we went to uh, SmackDown with Daniel Bryan. And uh, he, I, I kind of missed the beginning, but he ended up backstage, uh, was in the concession stands, was kind of ripping on uh, fans for what they were eating. Uh, uh, Justin can you uh, what else what else happened
2: in this opening yeah, segment yeah he, he was he was just doing his normal Daniel Bryan shtick I thought it was great work I would have loved it if they would have uh, had him walk by a fan that had AEW merchandise on and had him uh, <laughs> he could have he could have used that <laughs> as part of his uh, his heel work but no it was uh, good Daniel O'Brien stuff and then uh, you know great uh, just great mic work just, uh, I mean he's just on a roll he's having so much fun with this you can tell it's, it's amazing it's really kind of cool I mean we can say it with Becky Lynch there's a couple other people we can comment on. It's really cool as a viewer when we can um, – when you just know, when it just it, it stands out that uh, these guys or girls are, are, are really believing in what they're doing and having fun with what they're doing. So, yeah, great stuff by Dan O'Brien. Of course, it then segues into a, uh, you know, a match with R-Truth. So, uh, you know, good way to start with SmackDown. Exciting. Dan O'Brien, again, you can't go wrong right now giving him the mic. Right,
0: absolutely. Matt, your thoughts on that opening segment with Daniel O'Brien?
3: Uh, can you hear me cleanly?
2: Yeah, we can hear you
3: so those headphones are ruined um phenomenal I thought it was a ballpark um, again night and day between this and raw like this is why I wanted to cover this show because it's a show that I watch on my own leisure time right like I like watching it as a fan so to get to cover it it's like it doesn't feel like work like the other one does
0: yeah and you know I think part of it also is because it is two hours, this opening stuff did not go forever. Like on Raw, this would have went 45 mm-hmm. minutes, this whole thing. Easily. By the time they went to the match with R-Truth. This was done, you know, within 20 minutes. Of the Daniel Bryan-R-Truth match did not need to go three segments or 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. You knew who was going to win. They kept it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Daniel Bryan won, beat Art. This led to the match with R-Truth. Uh, Daniel Bryan beat him clean. And it was mm-hmm. probably like a five-minute match, which is, I felt like, exactly what it should have been. What it should have been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Justin, your thought on the match?
2: Yeah, I echo what you have to say. I mean, you know, it's one thing when you when you put Dana Bryan up against a surprise breakout opponent like a Mustafa Ali, and you want to try to have some falsies because then you because and if you can effectively get the audience <coughs> to believe, wait, are we going to have a non-title upset? You know, by by the underdog here. But yeah, I mean, this was kind of a standard. You know, exactly. It, it was a, a step above 1992 superstars. It wasn't the it wasn't champion versus a jobber. R Truth is far from a jobber, but you know, R not winning here. So, you know, just, just get a few things in, just reestablish that Daniel Bryan is the champion by hook or by crook, he's going to win. Um, and I, I thought it was, you know, a great opening segment all the way around.
0: Yeah. And after the match, Daniel Bryan celebrated, went towards the back, was attacked by AJ Styles. The fans popped. Uh, AJ Styles just was unloading on Daniel Bryan. Uh, security broke it up. AJ came back, sent Daniel Bryan into the LED board, uh, grabbed a steel chair, and Daniel Bryan retreated, and AJ uh, AJ Styles was standing tall to end the segment. So um, good little build for their match. Um, And, yeah, I thought this was uh, the segment accomplished everything that it it needed to.
3: AJ showing the aggression that Vince wanted to get out of him, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, it's weird they're doing the same exact storyline with Seth Rollins, but it's working for AJ. He does seem to have a little more pep. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, unless the goal is for AJ and Seth Rollins to cross paths at like a Mania or something like, unless they're purposely doing a parallel build I'm not sure exactly what but that's the only thing I could think because it is it is interesting how similar um, and you know and Seth and AJ are like, kind of like the respective workhorses on, on their individual brands so it's it, it, an interesting timing as the McMahons are back and we're now on everything merges to Wrestlemania from this point on that would be the only reason I could think
3: <coughs> I'll tell you why it's happening it's happening because the way that the way the writers work there, and the way everybody, and uh, even I would argue Impact does this as well, is that if something works, right, that's all they talk about patting themselves on the back the next week in the creative meeting, and from there they start to go. It's like the golden goose theory, right? It's if the if the the goose lays a golden egg, it's like well I want two eggs. Well now I want five eggs. No, now I want 1,000 eggs, and they keep milking it and going, going, going until the thing is ruined and doesn't do it anymore. And this is exactly what they do. They saw something working, and like you know, this will work for Seth Rollins. Let's do it with him too. He's not aggressive enough. And <laughs> I swear to you, it is that lazy, is what it is.
0: It is lazy, but man, Justin, what you said right there it just kind of piqued my interest. If <laughs> like AJ versus Rollins, I don't think that's what they're doing, but good God, that would be, no, up. It'd be an
3: awesome uh, matchup for sure. Yeah, That's not what But, they're doing but I show. agree. I
0: agree with Matt. I think it's just lazy booking. They're just doing the same thing. Sorry to, the same you,
2: sorry to get your hopes up there, Rush. I know. <laughs> it's an
0: awesome but, match. Yeah. Um, up next, we had Ray Mysterio and Mustafa Ali <coughs> versus Andrade Cien Almas and Samoa Joe. Um, another good match. Um, it, it ended with Almas pinning Ray uh, with the <coughs> Hammerlock DDT, so it you know, again, a lot of WWE feuds they start with a match and some, a person winning already. But we've been wanting Almas and Rey Mysterio for a while, Justin. We've talked about it before. Uh, Matt, what were your thoughts on
3: this? I thought this was a great coll- not collaboration, but but good mix of I don't want to call them underneath guys, but cruiserweights, right? And um, whereas if this was Monday Night Raw, they would have been booked in the middle of the show in a popcorn match. Um, the, you know the the two oh five live guys generally, right? And nobody there'd be crickets in the arena. SmackDown, they combined them with a Joe, with a Ray. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Like the the, the yeah. mismatch the the, the, the matching mix matching of both was was it worked. I don't know how they say it. It just worked. The formula of it worked. And uh great match obviously great storytelling obviously. And now I cared finally about uh what I don't know how to say his name. And dread, how do I say it? Um, almost, almost. I actually cared about him a little bit finally, because I've not given a crap about him since he's been on SmackDown. Yeah, his manager, yes, not him.
0: Right, even the manager. I feel like they haven't given her enough promo time. She's she's kind of been uh,
3: just there. And it's yeah, not I, like I, an NXT where week- it was me watching week to week, waiting for them to finally use her. It's like when Cena debuted on SmackDown, and I was doing OVW, and I'm going, "What the F are they doing with him?" Like, do they not know this guy's, like, a pro, like gold on the mic? Like, when, when are they going to stop treating him like this generic dude, you know? So I tune in, even though I was wrestling with him, but as a fan, I would continue to watch every week, hoping to see them realize what they have with him, right? Same thing with her. You know, we know how good she is. So, like, I was tuning in to watch their matches, or I fast-forward to get to his stuff, not to see him, but to see what they were going to do with her
2: if they finally let her talk more or something, you know?
0: right. Yeah, I agree. Just
3: anticipation. At- Sorry, right?
2: Yeah, uh, I think for me, this is probably match of the night. This is the match I enjoyed the most. Uh, mm-hmm. Got you know, got a good amount of time. You know, I mean, it's just such great stuff. I mean, the 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 fall away slam that Joe does Mustafa Ali onto the commentary table. Uh, I mean, we we got a we got a Canadian freaking destroyer from the Mexicans. It was it was it was tr- tremendous. It was, it was a great match, a really great match. The whole whole thing was 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 fun to watch. What yeah.
3: happens if you're a wrestler and you can't take that? I always wondered that.
2: The Canadian Destroyer,
3: like I can't do a backflip with some dude on my back. How would how would I take it?
2: you're the wrestler? You answer that. man. <laughs> no way. You just don't do it, right? You just sorry, not uh,
3: It looks like you ain't doing it. You
2: turn have, that into a backdrop. Yeah, I, I have to imagine uh, Canadian Destroyer is not one of those things you you call it in the ring. I gotta th- I gotta think you give common courtesy. You give your opponent. Hey, hey, you mind taking that when we go? I'm
3: that hey, I'm working, Petey Williams, and they're like, oh, "Pete's P- P- got his finish." Like,
2: what do I do? What do I do?
0: What do I do? We can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't take it, uh, and and that's with uh, being my size. So, well, I'm sure. isn't
2: it, Matt, isn't it kind of like a, maybe to a lesser degree uh, taking, the clash, be, well, taking the Styles mm-hmm. Clash? We're taking the Styles Clash and and the whole thing about you know because is correct me if I'm wrong? Styles Clash, you know, your wrestlers are so used to tucking your chin, but with the Styles Clash, you don't want to tuck your chin. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. So totally. I I maybe it's the same kind of thing. It's kind of like a little bit of a mind trip of how do you take this?
3: No, you have to do like a shoot back. Like think about it. You got to yeah. do like a flip. What happens if I can't do a flipper to do it on my shoulders like that? Like, if you watch watching slow-mo, that's what the guy's doing. <laughs> yeah, It's insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, the only thing with this match, I, I feel like Ali, he came in, he he had a, a lot of steam going. He feel It feels like yeah. it's cooling down quick, you know? Why not? Have him beat some enhancement talent, you know, maybe not put you him in like this him match.
3: You didn't being mixed in this, really? You didn't think it made him look like they didn't elevate him?
0: I think the fact that he's, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks he's, he's been in the mix and he's not getting a win. I, I feel like he needs to get a couple of wins while he's got that momentum going. I mean, he just pinned Daniel Bryan a few weeks ago, and then I feel like that's nah. kind of been, you know, it's kind of dissipated. Like, I feel I don't know what they're going to do with him and Daniel Bryan if that's still the plan for one of the, the B pay per views between Rumble and Mania.
3: But um, I can't yeah. believe it. Like, if you, like that, they would steal a pay per view main event with that. Well, I
0: think it would be middle of the card. Like the raw main event would probably, you know, go on last. Like but,
3: seriously, yeah, yeah. No offense to the guy, you know, but
0: <laughs> no, I, I know he's it's he's not uh, main event ready right now. But um, you know, for an undercard match on a show, you know, if they need Daniel Bryan, someone for him to beat on the way to WrestleMania, <coughs> uh, you got a built-in storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the match, Almas and, uh, celebrated with, I mean, uh, Vega celebrated with Almas and Joe. Um, we had a backstage promo, uh, Carmella talking about how no one thought she was going to beat Charlotte. You know, no one thought she would win the title. She held it for 130 days, beat Charlotte and Oscar twice, won money in the bank. It's kind of crazy to think she did all that, you know? Uh, it is. It like really is. Yeah. Um, next we had a Shane McMahon, Ms. Segment. Uh, Ms., <coughs> Uh, uh, what happened? I, I actually missed this, Justin. Do you do you remember what happened in this segment?
2: It was uh, uh the Miz the miss came in. He was he, he was mad at Shane because um because we we found out that the bar is going to take on the Usos, and I, I believe Miz came in and said oh, this must have been your dad or somebody who made this match because you know you we you and I should be fighting for tag titles. You know did more of the whole hey, have you thought about the outfits thing? Just did more of the Miz stick and then Shane kind of basically <laughs> just took took a phone call and walked off type of thing. <laughs> it's, it, it, their stuff is good though guys I, you gotta admit it's entertaining
0: I agree I think I, I'd like to see more of this like people with Me chemistry too. doing more backstage stuff that's Me not too long it just enhances their characters and, and moves the show along And it's entertaining
3: I'm, yes. I'm legit entertained by
0: it yeah yeah, absolutely and Miz is great at stuff like that I think almost anyone it's he's paired with it, it, it's usually entertaining so good God, he's all right, so next we had a Rusev promo. He came out looking like uh, someone stole his milk money, uh, <laughs> looking really sad. I um, said that Lana was at home resting uh, after what happened last week. Um, and then uh, he basically called out Nakamura. Nakamura appeared on the big screen. He was in the production truck. He didn't take any blame, uh, basically blamed Lana's uh, bump on Rusev. Uh Rusev went around, you know, paced around the ring uh, and then threatened to get to Nakamura in the back, went to the back, camera cut backstage where Rusev is looking for the TV truck. And then Nakamura attacked him with the production case and basically uh, beat down Rusev uh, as officials came and tried to break them away. Um, You know, I, I... I'm I'm glad that they're giving both these guys something. You know, it's it, they've kind of been in the background for a long time. I do feel like both of these guys aren't near as over as they were six months ago. I wish they would have pulled that trigger a lot earlier, but at least they're doing something with them. And it's and, you know, for the first time since AJ Styles, really uh, Nakamura's got a real
3: storyline. Uh, Matt, is I'll go to some, you first. Here is there is there is there something wrong with me that I think is weird that Nakamura was in the production truck like. Could, like I know, not to I just can't picture him. Do you know what I mean? Like, like just hanging out in the, in the production truck and being this mastermind and this making faces. Yeah, I just don't, <laughs> come on, no, he ain't doing that. He's in, you know, he's in the locker room, minding his own business, being quiet as quiet could be in his locker, minding his own p's and q's, waiting for his stuff to come up. That's it. That's what you're getting at him. <laughs> You know what uh, I mean? Not, not Mastermind Joker who's like going up <laughs> against Batman and like doing all these great dastardly, you know, setting these bear traps and stuff. It's ridiculous. Right?
0: <laughs> that would be great if that's his gimmick now. He's setting up all these little traps backstage, <laughs> bear traps, and, you know, someone getting their foot caught in a rope and swinging up. <laughs> He's just <this> dastardly, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Justin. So you're so you're trying to book him as like Kevin McAllister Home Alone. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's just dumping water, and freezing it. <laughs> Rusev slips on the ice. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I like the attempt at least trying to have some heat in this. You know, um, I, I I I just I'm kind of it, it's all about the booking and presentation. I, I've kind of checked out, unfortunately, a lot of Nakamura's stuff again. Nothing to do with his work in the ring, but I, I just. It's just been a very, very uninspiring run since he came up from NXT, and again, that's not really a fault of his in terms of the work. But it's just no. what he's been given. So, but I'm a big, I'm a big Rusev fan. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, it <clears throat> they've kind of done it before. But you know, hey, people are behind him and Lana. People are behind Lana, so you might as well use her to help help <clears throat> keep the heat, keep the heat there. Um, I, I don't expect Rusev to drop the title, but again, glad they're at least trying to put some effort into something consistent with him and Nakamura until the payoff, which I guess would be Rumble.
3: Really yeah. quick, because you sound like you're finished your sentence and, and I keep trying to, sound like I'm cutting you off, and I'm not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> quick, let me ask you a question, though, really quick. Do you think uh, he's, the reaction he's getting, is it still, do you think that's a legit reaction, or is it a haha? we're all in on it, Rusev Day chants that we like to do? That's
2: probably a little bit of both. I, I think it's part of it's wrestling karaoke. People just want to say it because they know that's what they're supposed to say. But I do think people genuinely find, like, care? well, the more that he, the more they've let him talk, like, he does have, like, kind an of unnatural little bit of, like, you know, he's got a, a funny little bit of humor about himself, you know, how, how handsome he fit he, he talks about himself. I think, you know, but, Lana's, you know, drop-dead gorgeous, so people kind of gravitate with that. So I, I think there's still some uh, some organic interest in them. But, yeah, I do think there is a, a, yeah. a, a portion of it that's wrestling karaoke where it's just, hey, we're supposed to say Rusev Day.
0: Yeah, I think, like, there's a... It's almost like you could do a 205 Live test. If you don't watch 205 Live and if you're out of SmackDown taping, would you stick around for 205 Live if you knew that Rusev was in the main event? Like, just for Rusev. That's like a true wrestler game. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you know, if it's a big star, you'll stick around. If it's someone you legitimately care about. Uh, I don't think most fans would stick around uh, for Rusev.
2: Well, I'll I'll say this. I know that um, the SmackDown that aired... What was it last week on New Year's Day? That was the one I was at. That one that we they taped it a few days earlier here in Pittsburgh. So I so I know whenever you have a tape show, there's always there's always gonna be post production edited sound or whatever. But I can tell you from being there ringside that when Rusev and Lana came out, legitimately it was it was you know behind Cena behind Becky Lynch it was probably the third biggest pop. So take that wow. for what you want. Yeah.
0: Huh. But that was also his first episode since winning the U.S. title, right? <sighs> uh, I think so. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, anyway, two oh five live test. Um, <laughs> so uh, next we had a, be- a backstage Becky Lynch interview. Uh, I talked about how no one can beat her for the title. She'll do whatever it takes yep. uh, to win tonight. Um, I thought Morning. Becky was good here. I, I, I think Morning. Becky at times. I know I'm in the minority here, but Becky at times she overdoes it a little bit. Like last week with John Cena, when she says she's going to floor John Cena, if he she gets in her way, uh, it's yeah. it's kind of like if TJP was talking smack to Brock Lesnar, it's like, ah, it's, it's a little too much at that point. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's just me.
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I think she's uh, in ballpark and everything. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know. I'm, I really can't, I really can't nitpick on her. Yeah. But she's—I mean, she's done a fantastic job. But
0: uh, the Cena stuff kind of annoyed me. But anyway, um, yeah. So we went to the bar versus the Usos, uh, non-title match for the Usos win. Uh, They get the title shot. Uh, The end of the match, uh, you know, uh, Mandy Rose's music came out, and she came out in a towel and slippers. Um, She took the mic and asked Jimmy to come help her. Uh, Jimmy ignored her, and then she asked if he, if she left her shorts and top in his hotel room. Uh, Sheamus ran in, dropped uh, Jimmy from the apron. Cesaro hit the neutralizer on Jay for the pin and got the win. Um, a little more risque than most WWE stuff lately. Um, I, what would you guys think? was it as risque. Well, just they usually don't do, like, the sexual innuendo as much as they used to. Like, okay. Uh, you know, that she's teasing that they had a, a rendezvous at the hotel before. I feel, yeah.
2: like they're going, I feel like they're going a little overboard in the last year or two. Maybe it's, maybe it's because it's fueled because they have so many reality shows, but I feel like they're, I feel like they're rehashing a little bit. I feel like they're um, that's I'm to, uh, uh, exploiting the fact that they have so many relationships that they acknowledge the fact that there are so many wrestlers on screen that are either dating or married. You, know, you think about the stuff they did with Lana and you know they've had they've had Lana you know, with Russo R- R- Lana. Lana. was having a love triangle at one point with what was it Ziggler, and then she lured Enzo into the hotel room, and then it was Aiden English, and right. then we've had and um, you know, then we have the stuff here with Naomi and Mandy Rose, and I I feel like they've done I, don't know, I feel like they've they're, 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 maybe back to what, what Matt said earlier. They're patting their ba- patting themselves on the back too much about saying oh let's let's hint that this person's having an affair and that'll be good Jerry Springer drama. I think that they're <laughs> going back to it a one too many times. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there are times when I wish they didn't acknowledge some of these couples, like Dean Ambrose and Renee Young. I feel like that often leads to distracting stuff. Mandy Rose, I will say this: if there's one woman on the roster that you know that 15 years ago Vince McMahon would have had a backstage segment oh, of yes. himself making out with someone, <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose would be the one. Yes. Um, Matt, <laughs> I like, I like how Matt just goes yes. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, uh, Matt. Your thoughts on
3: the segment? Good good action, good match. I just I hate to put you know, heart you know, guys that I know are really good down, but I'm not, I'm just I'm not I'm not entertained with the bar.
0: I agree one hundred percent. I I don't I don't know if they just sit so, together
3: too long. Maybe that's what it is. I keep looking at his Seamus and going, He's a former world champion. They don't even talk about it. Yeah. Like He just needs to be presented as a bigger deal, in my opinion. I I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And then Cesaro never got to reach the heights that we all hoped he would as a singles act. Mm -hmm. And now that they seem to be taking all these chances and risks on these younger, these call-ups, you know, from a year or two ago, I don't think he necessarily got his fair shot, per se. And I think they need to give him another shot at it. You know what I mean? They got to get them both off TV. And go back to singles.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just feel like uh, the bar, the New Day, the Usos, anytime you put uh, that combination together, you know it's going to be a great <coughs> match, but it's just been – just right. feel like I've seen it forever. Right? I've seen exactly. it for years. Um, well, redundant. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, uh, after the match, The Miz came out as the bar was celebrating uh, – the Miz gave them uh, – he congratulated them for beating all the teams on SmackDown and said that there was one team that they hadn't beaten, and he, he offered the bar an opportunity of lifetime to put the titles on the line at the Royal Rumble against himself and Shane McMahon. Uh, Cesaro said he was going to talk over it with Sheamus, and Sheamus responded with a big road kick to drop the Miz. And then Cesaro said that they accept the challenge. So even though it's official a little bit later on, uh, that's where they're headed: Shane and the Miz versus Cesaro, and uh, and she- Sheamus. So I, I think new they can do some, camps. yeah, and they and they could do some interst- entertaining stuff between uh, the four of them. So at least it gives the bar something new.
3: It gives the tag division a little shot in the arm because Miz and Shane are winning those titles. I guarantee it.
0: Yeah, I, I, unless the only the only reason why I would think that they wouldn't is if they're setting up Shane versus the Miz at Mania, and one of them turns on the other.
3: Or what? Can they do that later?
0: They could, but you know, where you start when this is where you start building your big angles. But I mean, yeah, they could wait a month or two, but you know, have them win it and then lose it. They got to do
3: more together to make us care that they're against each other. Yeah,
0: but I do think,
3: I, th- I think that
0: they're headed to them facing off because I think if it was them winning the tag titles, that was the big moment. They would save that for Mania. So, so I don't know. I mean. Just them defending the tag titles at Mania doesn't seem like as big a deal, no, right?
3: They'll be broken up going to Mania. That's right. really the yeah. catalyst. They lose the tag titles, and now they break up, and then they go against each other at Mania. Yeah, with
2: yeah.
3: A couple, so, with a couple of weeks left, I know you're saying that there's just a, a build from now to Mania, but there's also those last, I don't want to say last-minute angles, but there's those storylines that peak and hit their arc peak and crescendo like weeks out from mania and it usually comes at the hands of a tag team that just broke up and one of them go against each other but
0: i don't know yeah and that is a good point because wwe doesn't really do the build as often now months out because remember when brett and owen went before they wrestled at Mm -hmm. mania their split came at the royal rumble Uh, but it's a it's a different time yes so next up, we saw Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville backstage walking. Uh, Mandy revealed that her shorts and top were under the towel and laughed. Naomi appeared, attacked Rose, and unloaded on her. Deville and Rose then double teamed her. Jimmy Uso ran off, ran up, told them to back off, and checked on Naomi as Rose and Deville took off. So
2: This was done well. I, 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 nice little touch by uh, the, the camera just panned over, and you can catch it, we can go back and watch it. Naomi uh, – while in stride walking, pulling her shoes off and tossing her shoes, getting ready to to throw down and and, and beat down Mandy Rose. It was, it was a nice uh, 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 girl-about-to-beat-your-ass moment. It looked pretty good. Yeah, and,
0: and like I've said before, I do like that they're doing a, a woman's storyline that's not centered around the title, like something that's underneath, and it's a singles yes. feud as opposed to the multi-woman feud that they always do. Yes. Uh, l- after that, we had... Uh, the, the announce Caleb uh, Braxton approaching Daniel Ryan backstage as he was leaving the arena. Uh, <coughs> Brian ranted on AJ Styles uh, says he doesn't care why AJ attacked him. And it's not as vicious as you know, what AJ did is not as vicious as what he's going to do. And he see, he said that AJ will see what he's capable of doing at the Royal rumble. He said, AJ will never, never take the WWE title from him because he's fighting for a cause that's bigger than anything that AJ has ever fought for. And that he will be the WWE champion forever. I still personally think that Daniel Bryan's the best promo on SmackDown.
2: And I thought this was just great stuff with, with Daniel. It was.
0: Home
3: run. Home run.
2: Justin? Yeah, I mean, as I, as I said when we talked to the opening of SmackDown, you really can't go wrong with him. He's, he's just having so much fun. You can tell that he's yes. just he's grabbing onto this. This character, which is an extension of himself, obviously it's you know really right. m- very much exaggerated to a point. But um, you know, and we and we know some about Daniel Bryan and his love for the environment and his lifestyle, so it's believable. It's not like we're trying to you know make you know they're not like they're trying to make us believe something that's that's hard to grasp. So it, it's just it's just working. It's just he's for as good of a very few people can be as good of a baby face as he is, and the sympathy that he can garner. But he can also equally be just as good as a bad guy. Um, I, that's 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 much. It's easier said than done, for sure.
0: Right. Um, and finally, we had the number one contenders match: Becky Lynch versus Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. Um, it was kind of weird that they announced Becky Lynch versus um, versus Oscar for the Royal Rumble a few weeks ago, then took it back, and then that's ultimately yeah. the way they were headed anyway. yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch won this match, uh, putting uh, the disarmor on Carmella, forcing her to tap out. A pretty long match. I thought it was really good. I personally, for me, uh, this was the best thing on the show.
3: Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, guys, your thoughts? This is my match of the night with uh, Joe's tag match, close second. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, great match. Again, another home run segment. Right. Um, all the story, everything within that match, all the inner stories and dealings got progressed. The only thing is, like you said, I don't understand what the point of that was though. To announce that Royal Rumble match, take it back, and still go back to it. What did I miss?
0: Yeah. So when they originally took it back, I thought maybe they thought creatively that hey, what's the finish going to be? You don't want you don't want Becky losing to Oscar, right? So unless they do a schmas, a DQ, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they could have Becky win it, but if the the match is Becky versus Ronda or Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte. And, you know, maybe, maybe that still is. Who knows? Maybe Ronda loses, which I wouldn't do. But Ronda loses and goes after SmackDown's title. I don't know. No, no,
3: no. I'm no. saying they had, they had her as a number one contender, right, going yeah. into Royal Rumble. But then you said they pulled it, and then they made them have a three-way to decide who the number one contender would be, and then she still wins anyway. Right. Yeah, that's what they ended yes. up doing. So, so I, I'm saying is I don't understand is why they did that. So they, with what you said, I don't get why.
0: Yeah. So I'm saying maybe once they announced the match, they decided that well, you know, oh. what are we going to do at the Rumble? We're probably going to have to beat Becky, and so they changed their mind and now they figured something else out creatively and changed it again. I mean, that's the only so thing. I can the think Le- oh, yeah. Gotcha. yeah.
2: It, it was a fake out because everything you guys are saying. I when when I when I'm. Going into this match, then I'm like, all right, well, Becky's not going to win because yeah, they, they wouldn't have canceled. And then right. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, I, I can see. but I mean, then I'm thinking to myself, okay, I think the predetermined WrestleMania destination is Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. So I figure uh-huh. Charlotte's not going to win. So I figured, okay, somehow Becky and Charlotte going to cancel not. each other out tonight. Carmella yes. gets a win. Yes, Carmella's easy yep. fodder for yes. Asuka. And so I mean, they totally faked me out because I not because then Becky won. I'm like, well, what the hell. <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> the exact formula I, I swear to you I have. Yep. Same
0: here. I, I expected Carmella to win. It's Oscar yep. it a clean win, and you don't beat Becky or Charlotte. Yes. So all in all, uh, easy to watch episode, I thought. Um, yeah. It, 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 it flowed. Um, <laughs> good episode. Yeah, guys, your
3: thoughts? Raw, do you think Raw could do the same thing? Do you think it would be that big of a difference if they went to two hours? I think yes. so. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I think I think if you cut down that three-hour show into two. Um, yeah. Oh, man, it'd be so much easier to watch.
3: Because this just is smooth is the right word. It just blows, was, it flows. Everything was fun to watch. Yeah.
0: All right. So on to the other news. Um, real quick, raw ratings. It was uh, 2.3 something this week. So uh, it was down about 20% from the first raw of 2018, which was on a New Year's Day. Uh, so a pretty big drop from last year. It was up against a big football game. So it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, year to year, the raw ratings are dropping. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully next week there's a bigger bump, but um, uh, yeah, year to year, we're seeing that drop. And today, finally uh, seeing like there's a real alternative entering uh, the business. AEW held their big rally, in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, Cody Rose, the Bucks, uh, Hangman Page, uh, All at the rally, uh, Pac Neville, in his wrestling gear, appeared on stage. Uh, Hangman Page was out there talking about how he wants to become the first AEW champion. Pac came out, challenged him, uh, saying he's going to be the first AEW champion. They announced double or nothing for May 25th in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, As far as uh, big developments, I think those were the biggest outside of Chris Jericho, uh, revealing that he has signed with all elite wrestling and he officially signed his contract <laughs> after the rally. They did a video uh, and that's up on wrestling Inc. Um, guys. Uh, what do you, what are your thoughts? It, it looks like the first event that they're going to hold is not until May. Um, the young bucks, you know, we, we have videos from, uh, from the scrums afterwards uh, on our Facebook and YouTube. They did say that their goal is to start doing live events obviously they talked about the importance of a tv deal uh cody Rhodes saying it's not the end all be all but it is massively important hinting that it's going to come sooner than later uh, uh justin let me go to you first your thoughts on on today
2: well and also as you listening to names don't forget that another piece of news that might be going to the radar is uh, they is billy gunn has been signed on as their first producer right um so yeah, he's the yeah.
0: only producer announced <laughs> so far
2: right um you know, it, this, this, you you can't say it yet. I, I can't say it until their distribution, their TV deal, whatever is announced. But once it is, and if it's, you know, I mean, it's very possible that we will be, that I'll be able to say here soon that this is going to, has the potential to be the most legitimate competition at WWE <laughs> since WCW in its peak. You know, and, that, and, and, you know, you can talk about TNA and Impact over the years. You can talk about Ring of Honor, but I think even more so, first off, um, the, the funds and, 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 and careful planning that's going into this, it seems, and also just the timing. <clears throat> Maybe now more than ever, there's just a, a true thirst for more and, and the, way, the, way the, the way the business is. So, I mean, if they have a distribution deal, I, I do think they need to be on TV. I, I know this generation will say, oh, they can just go to <clears throat> Netflix or they can just go to Twitch or whatever. All those platforms are good, and I don't, I don't discourage them if they do strike some type of subscription or digital platform. But even though it's 2019, and even though people are cutting the cord, as we say, being on television is still important. It's important to advertisers. <laughs> you know, there's still some, some people that are still making the big money decisions for, for sponsorship are still older people who still uh, value TV. So, you know, I think it is imperative that they are on the channel guide, on a channel that's in a majority of homes, not some obscure channel that nobody knows where it is. I think that is important. And I think if they can um, have a distribution deal that has TV included, they have a weekly show. I mean, this is, this has got a lot of potential to be, um, uh, you know, a, 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 a true serious, I mean, I shouldn't even say it's threat, but a true serious alternative um, in, in the United States for wrestling on television.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to, to your point about the, the TV deal, I think people that just think uh,
3: streaming, I, I,
0: it is one thing if you're doing a, a deal with like a Netflix uh, who's paying big money, uh, you know, for their TV shows, but you know, what Which we've
3: seen, than mixed advertising.
0: Okay. yeah, but you, you look at WWE with the Mixed Match Challenge, right? They're doing two million plus on a Tuesday night with SmackDown. And then you go to Facebook for Mixed Match Challenge and you're doing about, you know, some weeks they were doing like 10, 15,000 watching live.
3: But, but I would just, argue they're using it the, really quick. They're using the wrong mm-hmm. social media platform. Only old people use Facebook now.
0: Yeah, but I, I still uh, don't think that, regardless of what you pick, you, you look at YouTube would, with the kickoff shows. They're doing you know thirty, forty thousand viewers, whereas you know an episode yeah. of Raw is doing you know two point five million. Mm, so okay. you're talking a big disparity between streaming, you know, uh, online social media platforms, right. and and watching on TV. That still is. People are cord cutting. The number of subscribers is going down, but that still is the primary way that
2: people watch sports. What does
3: that mean, cord cutting?
2: when you when you cut cable and you just go to amazon fires oh, that's, and, that's, and all hey, that stuff, yeah. boy. Yeah.
3: except I don't know
0: if that necessarily counts. Uh, like does YouTube TV and sling count? Because you're still watching it's basically cable, but through the internet. So you're right. watching the stations live. You're still paying a monthly fee, but you don't have a cable box, you don't have a satellite dish, right. but but it's still <laughs> you know you're still watching the shows' live. you're not watching it, you know, watch it on um,
3: my phone.
2: Well, and that's, what, and that's what it comes down to. You talk about live is that, you know, Netflix obviously is, is, is amazing, you know, is wildly successful. I mean, look at how look at how much success, you know, Bird Box or Making a Murderer or all these Netflix things. But it's things that you can watch at your own leisure. The thing about pro wrestling and it being week to week it, it, it is there's a destination to it. So you, there needs to be that live you must see, and you get that when it's live on a channel guide, when it's, when it's something that you can watch whenever, on a netflix or whatever it kind of takes that immediacy it kind of takes that urgency that importance of you gotta watch it tonight you don't want to wait till tomorrow you gotta watch it tonight so yeah it goes back i, I think they i think they will i think i think they even recognize that they are gonna have to have some tv deal i know there's rumors out there of who they've been talking to so I, I think they need to have a weekly tv deal and uh, they can also have some other digital platform on the side or, or as a bonus or extra content but a yeah, tv is a must i think yeah
3: so so yeah, I wanna Let me ask you a question then. What um? So so then, what's all the big? I watched today's press conference, and I'm excited for my buddies. Right, they're doing great, doing huge things, owning their own company. I mean, they're part. Sorry, producer of a executive. it executive vice presidents?
0: Yeah, executive vice presidents. Three of them, right? So but apparently, Tony point. Khan. They, they said that they're 100 percent owners. The the Khan family.
3: Okay, so let me ask. Here's my. Can you hear me?
0: Hmm.
3: Here's my question then what What is it then? What's the draw like to, to come watch us live? Like come watch a house show? Come, come watch a, a, a pay per view? Whatever you want to call the shows they're doing, they're just not televised.
0: I so it seems like if they so, from all accounts, from what they were talking about, uh, at the press conference afterwards at the scrums, the first thing that they're going to do is this double or nothing event in May. Um. And there's going to be no events or anything before that. And after that is when the wheels are going to get start putting, getting put in motion on a weekly TV show and live event touring. Uh, So
3: why not do the announcement closer to that?
0: Well, I think they, they need to start getting the roster because the amount of time, I guess it takes to, to get the roster together. They, you know, they're starting slow. And by that, they're first looking at their first event and then while putting together the other pieces. Now to your point, Matt, um, if they're if they're looking at a TV deal, well, I guess yeah, I guess TV uh, you know stations do that all the time where they pick something up for the fall, you know, and they'll say you know this this fall we got this coming up, so I, I don't think if they do get a TV deal, we're not going to see anything until uh, at least the fall.
3: Wow, I just great all in all is a great uh, uh, presser. Um, yeah, there's some stuff like the the there's some things that were not great right the pyro and the fireworks and the smoke that kept getting in my opinion in the vision of your view at home watching it of who was on stage jericho was like the only one who did it properly who waited for every, all the smoke to clear before he could finally see him and then talk you know um i don't know i thought it was a really cool deal though overall it was annoying as well though was you couldn't hear the fans reaction yeah when the guys were talking or when they come out and they were doing stuff that was so predicated on a fan reaction. And we didn't get to hear the fans reaction because in my head, I'm going, they're going, when Pac came out, I'm like, oh my God, they must have lost their shit right now. And I'm like, ah, I want to hear that though.
0: Right, it was just,
3: it. (sighs) yeah,
0: it was really.
3: It It, it like shut off their volume somehow.
0: Right, yeah, no, I, I agree um yeah i thought that it was badly mic'd the crowd it seemed like wasn't mic'd at all
2: like, well and they they, 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 they were what they were doing was they were they they, they didn't mean, they didn't want the music to be picked up ambiently so they were they were they were playing the music as a the main track the right they fed the music why, in that's right yeah it was, yeah so they, they you know rather than hearing the music just ambiently from the the speakers there they they they, they fed it in right. which then Obviously, that canceled out the, the, the track of, of the fans making those fans, from. which suck because
3: they did so many things that, you know, the fans were popping for. And I wanted to hear that because yeah. I want to get one WWE to hear that. You know what I mean? Right. They, you're all we're all emotionally invested in this. Every wrestling fan should be, yeah. you know, um, and not to be jerks at WWE, but it, 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 you know who said it the best? Uh, I think it was not Brandy. What was the other girl? Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah, Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah, she said it best. and it's a great point she made, honestly, was that at the end of the day, this is going to push the business forward as a whole, meaning we're not saying we're holier than thou, but we're saying we're innovative enough that other companies, knock-knock, UWWE, are going to have to start no longer phoning it in and staying in neutral certain weeks um, on Monday Raw and with your talent roster, with your tag division, sometimes with your girls' division even, Um, because we're going to be pushing the pace, and uh, it's going to make everybody that's in the wrestling business get better. Yeah. is a good point. She's right. And,
0: uh, you know, again, we were talking about TV. Yeah, Matt, we had mentioned this last night. They trademarked Tuesday Night Dynamite. They didn't trademark Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. So I like seems, that name. Yeah, I think it sounds good. But it seems yeah. clear that they're looking at Tuesday nights. And if that's the case, I don't see any way that they're going to do it while SmackDown's on Tuesday nights, which means – that yes they would not be there would not be a weekly tv show until october
3: yes so we're still talking a ways down um but still which which again begs the question why not wait until you get closer to that i don't know yeah
0: and i mean you know
3: think about the new stars they can have by then raj they might have goldberg by then they might have all these other big time names by then and they keep it under wraps, even more bigger surprises. I'll be honest, Jericho was cool seeing there, right? Um, yeah. But it didn't seem far fetched for me to be, him be part of that. Right. It wasn't for me. There was no humongous surprise. I kept waiting for Kenny Omega to walk out.
0: Yeah, you know, waiting
3: I... for something big.
0: In Omega, so it sounds like it seems like he's going to be signing here. He's just under contract in New Japan through the end of the month, and oh. then he's going to go over. Um, which yeah, so that's why he wasn't there.
3: Um, He'll go to AEW. He won't go to WWE.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's all, yeah. All signs are pointing to him going with AEW. I mean, to your point, Matt. Pretty much, almost everyone here tonight was at All In, so it wasn't you know like Jericho. It was right. great seeing him there. He's a huge star, but it was all, for the most part We're outside of Poch. Right, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a, outside the realm of a gigantic surprise that he was there.
3: No, no not at all. But, but, but it's, it's it's a good, good ornament for that company. It's Chris freaking Jericho. Yeah, um, Kind of a big deal. Um, but uh, again, yeah, like you said, it wasn't like, oh my god, Chris Jericho would be part of this. It wasn't right. part of Fashion for me.
2: Right. Well, and something interesting with Jericho, I, I tweeted this earlier. <clears throat> you know, Jericho's obviously been doing stuff in New Japan for the past year. And even throughout that whole time, still on the current WWE Superstars roster page on WWE.com, they still right. had Jericho there. Now that's not that's not that unusual to think about Jericho them still keeping him there because they'd still let him pop up on the anniversary show. You know, like right. you know he was at Wrestle Kingdom started January of 2018, and then I w- and then three weeks later he showed up at Raw 25. I was at Raw 25, and you know so it was kind of cool. He was only Japan three weeks later he shows up on Raw. Um, you know, so he always pops up. So. You kind of—it wasn't that big of a thing to me. As a whole year, as I kept watching, Jericho still be on WWE's website, and I just looked a few days ago for something separate, and I noticed Jericho was still there. And I said, "Oh, well, that's interesting." Well, as of this evening, Chris Jericho is no longer on WWE's website. Was <laughs> it? He's not. They oh. took him down.
0: Well, well, uh, the Wrestling Observer uh, Dave Meltzer reported uh, this evening that Jericho was actually talking to WWE as early as uh, as recently as two weeks ago. Uh, so. This uh, deal with AEW, uh, I guess it was you know uh, kind of <laughs> not last minute, but it, it definitely wasn't a sure thing for for all this time. So uh, I'm sure it
3: was a card he could play in his back pocket this whole time, right? But uh, probably went to the WWE to see what he can get. Um, was there anything interest that would interest him? Because mm-hmm. it's not for money at this point, right? He's right. It's things that keep him interested in, in, in being innovative and keep doing new things, and they probably didn't give him anything. He's like, okay, I can't pass that up. So you know, all right, all in. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, you know, I think we're all hoping the best. Uh, this is, you know, if you're a WWE fan, yes. the best thing that could happen is AEW successful and and yes. gets WWE, you know, off their ass <laughs> because uh, even you know SmackDown, it's a it's an easy to watch show, but it's not like edge of your seat. I need to, I can't wait till next week. What's going to happen? Like, how are they going to follow up on this? And you know, there's no, there's not really tension or or, uh, suspense. It's, it's kind of like a fun
3: show, but not uh, gripping, I guess. Let me ask you a question. Hangman page as a world champion. Does that do anything? Does that do anything for you?
0: I think Hangman Page to me is someone that WWE, it looks like the kind of guy they'd want. You know, he's got size. Yes, he does. The look. I
3: guarantee he'll be there one day. Yes. Yeah.
0: It seems early for that. I, yes.
3: I it, you know. But this is good for him.
0: But know? it's good. Yeah. I, and it's, sometimes that's how you make new stars. You just got to throw them up there and see if it works out. And, you know, Pac's got that name. He's got that uh, credibility. So I think fans will buy he's into it. With- I'm sure that's your main event
3: at Double he, or Nothing. He, he looks so jacked <laughs> he does. That, that, that little
2: mother after is so ripped he looked great,
0: yeah, justin your thoughts on hangman
2: uh yeah i, I don't um uh, i don't I don't think he's the first uh all elite world champion um I don't even know if i don't i i'll put it this way i don't think the first i don't think that they have yet announced i don't think they've yet announced the person on the roster who will be their first. Uh, all elite world champion, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, you know he's, you're right though. He's he's a guy. I do think, like Matt, you just said, I do. I I could definitely see him uh, getting a run in WWE before his career is over.
3: Yeah. So, who do you think it is? Because it's going to be those two going for the title in the first <laughs> show.
0: Unless it's a three way with Omega.
2: Um... Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I, there's there's a lot of time. I don't think. Anyway, and I agree. Omega's going to AEW. I don't think he's going to WWE. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think there's a list. You know, show's not until May 25th. They got. They show's not till May 25th. And there's guys that they can sign still. There's guys who are in WWE whose contracts are expiring <clears throat> between now and then. I don't. I'm just saying between now and May 25th, that's five months. is a lot of time. So things, you know, things. And Cody changed. doesn't book himself in it and get.
0: <laughs> if Cody is the first champion, uh, it's 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 TNA. <laughs> but. um, Yeah, yeah, here's hoping the best for them. I'm excited. Uh, Obviously, we have a lot of time before the first event, so I'm guessing some of this hype is going to die down a little bit. Uh, you know,
3: Uh,
0: our managing editor, Nick Hausman, is there. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, again, with the TV deal, I think a good TV deal would be something like a Paramount TV, almost similar to what TNA had, where they're averaging 500,000 viewers a week, so you don't have to. Uh, do an insane amount of viewers to be considered excess TBS, TNT, those kind of you know, stations—they do 1.3, 1.4 million. That's tough to do. TNA rarely did that. On you know, with Hogan and and uh, you know the, uh, Nash and Hall and all these guys. So and Kurt Angle.
3: So yeah, 2008, we never dipped below 1.0. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no. TNA—I mean, there were you guys were averaging over a million viewers a week, and no, I'm
3: saying before Hogan, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hogan. Yeah. And well, the very first impact on Spike did like 850,000 viewers or right? 860. Um, people crap on TNA a lot, but they forget it. Uh, you know, they, they've they done more viewers per week uh, since WCW folded than any other promotion in the U.S.
2: Yes. So. Um, people also crap on Russo, but I think when Russo was in TNA, it was some of the better stuff. I'm just saying that. I know it's not always the a popular opinion. Were-
0: no, it's the truth. Uh, there's truth to that. Yeah. 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 Hey, people crap on Russo, but the the hottest that WWE was when he was, was when he was the head writer. So,
2: um anyway, uh well, by the way, I don't think Vince Russo will be a head writer of AEW. Just, no. just want to go on record and say that. The fact that they they wouldn't allow him at all in. So Yeah, I just want to go on record and make that make that prediction. It's uh, not gonna happen. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, uh, you know, here's hoping the best for him. The only thing I didn't like about the press conference, I thought MJF came across, uh, and I think he's got tons of potential, he came he across really very cool. indie, um, and uh, Joey Janela did too. Uh, Penelope Ford looked like a star. I just think MJ, MJF, he's got the tools, he's got the look, he just needs to work on his delivery. He came across as very uh, – like the kind of promo I'd cut in, if I was in high school
3: and, and we were playing pro wrestling he, in the backyard. He's very confident though, man. What he yeah. has after- – is Half the battle, yeah, which is he believes in himself. You can already see that, that's right, um, yeah. which, which is good. But you're right, what they wore as well, I thought was pretty and Um, but maybe we're just saying that because they are independent wrestlers that aren't popular yet. To me, they're not, so yeah. so maybe that's why I don't know. But
0: yeah, I thought, I thought it was. I,
3: I, 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 I dug this promo though, I really did. I, I thought it was pretty good. Thought he was over the top a little bit too much on what's his name on uh, come on.
0: Conrad. Uh, Conrad, Conrad
3: Thompson, like it was overkill, way too much. Yeah, um, but uh, it made me uncomfortable, not in a good way, not in a I hate you kind of way. And uh, all right, dude, we get it. You, you, these are easy layup, Stop. Right.
0: Yeah, I think he's got tons of star uh, potential, With again, with this look, poise, and everything. Uh, he just needs to work on what he says because he came across as a very stereotypical <laughs> heel. Like if you're writing a, a bad guy wrestler for a movie, uh, you know, a comedy, he, he, that's what you would do.
3: In the good old 80s, he wanted <laughs> that. But yeah. here's the thing. Is it felt to me with his material, he tried to take 10 pounds of shit and put it in a five-pound bag. Right. Like, <laughs> he, he did a lot of stuff, a lot of schtick, a lot of it, though. Yeah, like every like his reactions, where they start chanting "asshole," you know everything. He didn't let a second go by where he wasn't a little bit too gimmicky.
0: And and then I think that's probably what hurt him too. What we talked about earlier the the crowd, you know, you could not hear the crowd while he's doing it, so it sounded like he was getting no reaction, even though I'm sure he was. Yes. All right, guys. Well, a huge day. Uh, I mean, it was one of the busiest days I can remember. Uh, One of the busiest Tuesdays I can remember in a long time. Uh, Matt, you got anything to plug before we head out?
3: I do not. My battery is getting low.
0: How about that? All right. Perfect timing. Uh, Justin, what about yourself?
2: Uh, Follow me on social media at Justin (laughs) LaVar. Thursday morning at 7 a.m., my wrestling reality podcast uh, drops on iHeartRadio. I iTunes, Spotify, wherever you want to get your podcast. So uh, in addition to seeing me here on Wrestling Inc., you can uh, download that as well. Yeah, uh,
0: there's no podcast tomorrow, but The weekly is back Thursday at noon. Uh, tons of stuff on our YouTube, our Facebook, on the website. Tons of news. the uh, Tony Khan, the Bucks, uh, Cody talking about uh, health insurance for AEW talent. If that's coming. If that's, a, wow. if that's a possibility. You know, possible TV deals. Uh, you know, nothing. Is that up now? Yeah, it's up now. Uh, Basically, they're saying uh, executives will have health insurance. They're going to take care of the wrestlers, but more or less wrestlers are not going to have health insurance right now. They will get taken care of if they're hurt in the ring. Tony Khan telling uh, Wrestling Inc. uh, that they're not looking to work the wrestlers to the bone. They don't want them to have these crazy rough schedules that they're accustomed to right now. So one of the biggest problems I've seen with wrestling has always been the schedule and how hard that is. And it seems like AEW is getting rid of that evil. So uh, I think that's a huge improvement.
3: Okay, but then how are the guys going to get paid? See what I'm saying? It's a a double-edged sword because then they're not going to get paid enough to just singularly wrestle for AEW, which is going to encourage them to go make money elsewhere, which by proxy will get them injured.
0: Unless, um, because right now WWE isn't making money on live events. Um, you know, they, they lost money last quarter. Their money is coming from TV and, you know, pay-per-view into the network. <clears throat> so if they can make enough money through those avenues through, through, if they get a TV deal that, and, and then obviously they're going to be investing, you know, it's going to be deficit spending for a while for AEW. They're not going to be making a profit for a while if, but they got a billionaire back in them. If they're willing to spend enough that they could pay these guys a lot of money, uh, or at least ask. comparable to WWE.
3: What's that? So that Joey Janela will be paid enough money to just wrestle for AEW and not have to go work elsewhere. Is what you're saying? No, I think I saw.
2: I think I think with Janela, I think I saw in, in Nick's coverage of Janela that I, maybe it was Cody. It said that, that Janela still going to actually get to do other stuff. So it doesn't sound like he's exclusively to AEW,
3: right? Which means he's not being paid enough,
2: not right? Paid. Well, he's probably getting paid what he would in WWE. You
0: know, those guys. You know, that level of guys don't get paid a lot in NXT either. So if he's making a comparable amount and he's willing you know, he can work a certain amount of indie dates. Yeah, you that's know, it's still a, uh a there, see, there, see, there, yeah, yeah, there, there's there's a, there's
2: a fine line in between this because there's, there's one way it's nice that AEW wants to try to okay, not let like, not have these guys on the road as much as they would be in WWE, but also not spend th- as much th- money. Think, well thinking, yeah, think about what we're saying. Uh, give these guys enough money that they can live happily but they don't have to work a whole lot of dates that's that that sounds like some of the the death stuff in wcw we're gonna give this guy a really big contract but he only has to work x amount of dates so (laughs) they need they need to find the middle ground
0: yeah and and they have time to figure that out but uh Uh, yeah yeah so all that stuff uh so check it out tons of stuff on wrestling uh thank you so much everyone tuesday nights every tuesday after smackdown uh, and thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time